0: Give gives them nothing, but take from them everything!
1: welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and you know that fine gentleman over there as... The Rump Guy. Oh, yeah. And today we have this amazing gentleman from the hells of poppin sideshow. His name is Shorty Dangerously. What's up, buddy?
0: What's going on, guys? How you doing tonight?
1: How we're doing, doing well. man? We're doing. Uh, you know, like we said earlier, just hanging out in in uh, isolation and... Not really isolation because like my my wife and kid are screaming in the other room, but you know, as isolated as I can be.
0: I heard that I, I'm I'm I, I'm isolated, but it's all right. I never go anywhere anyway, so at least <laughs> when I'm home, that is. Right, right, yeah. yeah.
2: Well, you're you're a busy guy. I mean, you've got a lot of things going on, and uh, uh, I'd like to. I don't know how to just jump into it because you've been you've done quite a bit of things. Yes. So, uh, it, Tell us tell us about uh, hells a poppin and 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 how how all that came to be for you and uh, how you fit into the whole thing
0: all right well uh, hell's a poppin is the world's largest touring circus side show uh, it's basically an extreme stunt show uh, featuring nothing but rock and heavy metal music Extreme stunt set to that kind of to set to that music in that vein and uh, it's been they've been touring for about uh, Let's see, since I believe 2009 was their oh, wow. first tour. Um, they started their first tour with, uh, if I remember correctly, um, this was before I joined the show, but it was uh, Black Label Society, Static X, and Mudvayne. It was a Pedal to the Metal tour. That's and awesome. So they, they got jumped on that. They did OzCraft <clears throat> all that good stuff uh, before I hooked up with them. I joined the show in 2013, uh, seven years ago and I've been with them ever since. Um, and uh, I, needless to say, as a former uh, strip club and nightclub DJ who was looking for something different and a little, to still be in the spotlight and to do some really cool shit, that was definitely a place where I found my home. Very yeah, cool. Yeah,
1: man. It's a big difference between being a strip club DJ, uh, I'm assuming.
0: Uh yes, it is. Yes, it <laughs> is. The, the environment is... Um, at times, a little cra- a little more crazy, but uh, for the most part, it's a little little more easygoing and less stressful because you don't have strippers lying to you and trying to beat you for a dollar at tip-out at the end of the night. That's fucking
1: terrible, dude. Like, uh, dude
0: I, I saw a meme once. I think it was a, a, a picture of Cat Williams. said, strippers always name themselves things they can't afford. Diamond, Mercedes, tip-out. <laughs> That's that's so fucking true, man.
2: Absolutely. Oh my gosh! So you've been with them for seven years, and you've been uh, you do you do a lot of touring then with them as well?
0: Yes, I do. Um, we actually, uh, I tour with them. We tour full time, uh, seven to ten months out of the year, um, obviously, <laughs> with the exception of uh, this year. Right. Um, so what uh, we we've toured the world. Um, I've lost count of the the countries i've been in in my lifetime but i do know that in 2018 we did 16 countries um over the course of the year and that included the philippines a world tour with uh, the band avatar uh they took us on a world tour in 2018 we did 60 shows in 120 days um, in north america and europe with those guys and it was a fucking blast uh we have i haven't had so much fun on a tour ever. I mean, it was great. And, uh, then, you know, we've been to the Philippines. Uh, we've been back over to Europe on our own the headlining tour. We, uh, also in, uh, the summer of 2018, we, uh, performed at the Vakken festival in Germany. Yeah. Wow. That was,
1: yeah. That's fucking awesome.
0: That was pretty incredible. That, that had to be, that's, that's one on, on my, one of my top accomplishments was to be able to do that. And, uh, I have a a, a vodka and Artist t-shirt and that that is definitely a, a shirt I wear with pride. So, I
1: would, dude. That's fucking incredible, dude. Man. So, out of all like out of all the shows you've done, like what what is what is one of your favorite countries to do stuff in or to visit? Man, it,
0: it's it's really hard to pick one. You know, Europe is so amazing. Um you know, the rock and roll culture over there is incredible. Every city's got a rock and roll bar, and it's usually a really good one or a metal bar of some type. Yeah. Where you, you're you not going to find a metal bar in the States. You know, very, I, I don't want to say in the States, but too many of them, I should say. Yeah, yeah.
2: Right. You they're, they're, the used to. You yeah. used to find them all over the place, and, and it's it's kind of waned away from it <laughs> or weaned away from it. Waned away. But but <laughs>
0: That's before Cardi B and all the uh, and all that
2: shit. <clears throat> You're right. Yeah. And now
1: it's like yeah. now you can't even li- like you turn on the rock station and you got bands that's uh, supposed to be bands are now Magic
0: Dragons.
1: Yeah, there you go. That well, are like what's that? They're just they're not. Just bands. Pop. They're not bands. They're it's pop, pop. bands, You know, pop,
0: it's pop. It's pop bullshit. Yeah,
1: they're not yeah. rock bands anymore. There's no such thing. No one's got a fucking balls to any of them. Nobody wants to listen it's... to that stuff.
0: It's very hard. one. I mean, Avatar obviously is <sighs> out there kicking ass, taking oh, names. Sure. Yes. Last year, last year we uh we were able to tour with uh, Mushroom Head or not, not, not last year. Last year we toured with In This Moment in the fall. Nice. Uh, year before that, we did a run with Mushroom Head and also John Five. Oh, dude, um, John Five's amazing. Uh, I
2: know. I absolutely know that you did a tour with In This Moment because I did the promo for it for the Fillmore.
1: Yep.
0: Oh, right on! Yeah,
1: okay. yeah, yeah. We That's did. Okay. We uh, when the Fillmore had the stuff here in New Orleans, we we were affiliated with those guys, so we had to look up. They said that you know the in this moment was coming into town, and we had to look up the the who was playing with them, and you guys were on that bill. But I don't think you actually played in New Orleans though.
0: Yeah, we did. yeah' are were at, yeah, okay, was okay, okay, okay. That was, that was the last show of the run for us. Um, I remember I went home for. I think about six days. And then I was back on a plane to Ohio to do a residency at a haunted attraction uh, nice. for a month and a half. So yeah, we played the film more. Yeah.
1: Very yeah. Cool. That, cool. that venue is, is fantastic. We we're we're proud to be a part, you know, uh, being associated with those guys and able to do those advertisements and stuff.
0: That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, we got our show. It's shows supposed to be coming up may 18th at oh, the okay. Wolf. yeah so that's uh, um i actually spoke to bryce graves he's the uh, owner and producer and director else poppin um him and i were talking on the phone yesterday and uh right now as things go um according to our website our tour dates are still a go unless we announce otherwise
1: okay
2: good that's to good. know
1: that's good Cause I'm I'm pretty excited that you guys are coming back here. Cause I was uh when I saw the advertisement for it, I was like, holy shit, they're coming back. We gotta go see them, you know.
0: Yeah, I love the Holland Wolf. It was funny we played there a couple times before. First time they they put us in the what they call it the Wolf Den, the small room in there. Yeah. And they were like, if you get they they, they told us they're like, you guys sell it out tonight, and uh, you know you guys can play the big room because they they had another act in the big room. Uh, some somebody. Equally as good, you know, a headlining national act. Um, the name escapes me right now, but I remember uh, when we were there, the people were talking about and they were, they were saying they were kind of a big deal. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, you know, they were excited that they were there. But they were like, you guys sell out the small room. We'll put you in the big room next time. Well, we sold it out. You couldn't fit another soul in that room. It was <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, in fact, uh, a couple of stunts got a little... A little too close for comfort with the audience there, but, uh, huh. <laughs> it, uh yeah, it, but,
1: it, the, it, but that gave those people a lot to talk about now, didn't it?
0: I'm sure it did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what got you started in doing, uh, the stuff? I mean, like how, how did you get, you know, I mean, like, did you always want to be a performer? Well, yeah.
0: Let me, let me give you a little backstory. Um, Something we haven't touched on yet is, is, I'm, I'm what we call in the sideshow business a half man, right? Which means that I don't have any legs. So I walk around on my arms and hands. My my arms are my legs. So uh, ever since I was a kid, my earliest earliest, you know, and I, I was I was uh had a condition. They were amputated when I was two and a half. Oh wow. So um, I, you know, it's, it's not something I ever missed or anything like that. But even as a kid, I always wanted to be a rock star that, you know, know, I want to be a fireman. I want to be an astronaut. No, fuck that. I want to be a rock star. Hell yeah. (laughs) And so, you know, I had a band in high school and all that stuff. So it's always kind of been something I've been into. Um, And then I got started in DJing and that was also kind of performing a little bit for me. I did my own mixes, my I'd, I'd mix lives sometimes, you know, if it was a nightclub show, uh, you know, just depending on what, what the gig called for. So, you know, I was still performing. And uh, when the recession hit back in, you know, I don't know, 2011, 2012, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. the money was gone. And that was kind of we were the, the strip club and nightclub industry, at least in, in where I live, we were the last ones to get hit. And so the money just went away. And I was getting undercut by kids with iPods doing it for beer money. <laughs> right. You know. Uh, and so you know, somebody who this is my livelihood, my profession. You know, I can't, I can't compete with that. So I was getting undercut left and right uh, by kids with no experience and no, no art to it. Right. So yeah. I started to look for something different. And uh, I, a friend of mine gave a phone number to uh, another guy. He saw my fair, their fairground show. <clears throat> and they got, the guy called me, awkward conversation, got started with them, went out for a year. But Hell's a Poppin' came about uh, through a mutual friend uh, that made an introduction to, to Bryce and myself. And we, uh, he, he invited me up to Jacksonville you know, do want you come do a guest spot with us, and we'll kind of see how it goes. And you know, I did one show with them, did a couple guest spots here and there at the beginning, and then from then on, it was let's do this. That's
2: awesome. Yeah, that, that's terrific, man. I think that's awesome. I
0: mean, you know,
1: and like you're saying, you wanted to be a rock star, man, and I think you you made you succeeded in what you wanted to do.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm close. You know. uh, there's still there's still a few things that I I need to check off you, the list, but I'm getting
2: there. You're pretty you're you're a young guy too, right? How how old are you?
0: I'm forty two. All right. Well yeah, you're still
2: a young guy. Yeah, You've yeah. got plenty of time to hit the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yet.
1: Yeah, he's still
0: Yeah he's, uh, yeah, I don't think the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame well hell, they might induct side chip before. They ain't ducked fucking everybody else. Yeah, I, that's, that's I was right. gonna exactly. say, I was gonna say that, but
1: you got you got plenty you got plenty of <laughs> chance, man. If if uh you know some of these hacks get in there, you got a chance, trust me.
2: Yeah,
0: definitely. <laughs> Fucking
2: TLC's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What the fuck's that about? That makes no I, sense.
0: I don't know. We were in Ohio, uh, like I said, for a month and a half last year, and we did go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and uh, I, I do I, I do have to say, although I'm not I'm not a fan of the institution of it. I guess I want to say, gotcha. uh, but the museum and and the whole building and the experience. Uh, is pretty kick-ass. Um, you know, they cover all genres of music. They've got a, a really cool hip-hop section. Um, I'm a huge fan of the old '90s and '80s hip-hop. Um, gotcha. You know, Dre, Snoop, Dana Dane, Rick Ross. You know, uh, you know, Easy E's my favorite rapper of all time. I mean, you <laughs> know, I, I like, I, I love the gangster shit. I love, you know, the the Chuck or uh, Chub Rock, yes, you know, all that stuff, you know. So, Rex and Effect, all that good stuff. In fact, nineties uh, hip hop is is a steady thing on my on my playlist. Well, that's us I- shouldn't I- they
2: should they have their own Hall of
0: Fame though? Well, I mean, it, it's funny because if you think about rock and roll, you know, and, and I'm I'm gonna kind of mention um, the the documentary uh, about Lemmy. Okay. Uh, that they okay. built years ago. Um, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of Lemmy. He's he's my hero. I want to be him when I grow up. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know if you've seen recent photos of me, but with the hat, you know, I got the, now and the long hair, and I got a little shrine to Lemmy in my house and all that good stuff. But that's awesome. Uh, long story short is, you know, he they they had a scene where he was uh, he was talking to somebody. I think it was Billy Bob Thornton. They were sitting in the rainbow, and and. Lemmy was talking about how he remembers when rock and roll was invented and how he, so, you know, and this is a guy who's, who is arguably the, the most rock starry of rock stars in the history of, of it all. Yeah. Saying, I remember before rock and roll was even rock and roll. So. If you want to go back that far, I mean, rock and roll is is just it's for me it's it's a I don't know it's more of a feeling than a sound.
2: Yeah, it is. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um,
1: what 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 I think they need to do is instead of calling it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they should just call it a Music Hall of Fame.
0: You know, I I I I'll I'll, I'll go with you on that. you You know, but keep in mind. You know, Alan Freed coined the term "rock and roll" in Cleveland, so True. you know they they kind of lay, lay claim to that a little bit. You know, so yeah, I,
1: I, I, I just meant that it's it's so many different genres of music that are, are all in this one hall of right, fame, and I just think it should of, be cool. You have
2: aspects of blues and hip hop, well, of course, and, and stuff in rock and roll, and gospels in rock and roll, and all sorts of things are in rock and roll. It's a it's a good it's it's it is it's a it's a feeling, it's a sound. And it's a way of of uh, living your life. It's a rock and roll it's a, it's feel. a lifestyle. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why that's why this show is called the Metal Hand of God. It's not that we're just metal. It's no. living your you live your life in a metal way. Very you know, I, balls to the wall, you know, in your face with whatever you do. And that's why it's, our
1: our catchphrase is keep it metal, because it's like, you know, you just gotta keep it edge, you know, keep that edge to yourself, you know, you gotta keep forward and be I don't know, just be hardcore about stuff. Don't be such a pussy.
0: There you go. Yeah, <laughs> see, we, have, there's a, we have a saying in, in, uh, in, in, in Sideshow. You cannot be a pussy and be in Sideshow. Damn you right. couldn't be. No. I mean, uh, you,
2: you, you've got to be out there, I mean, really in it or get out of it because there's there's no, in my opinion anyway, you, you can't be wishy-washy in what you're doing fuck when no. you're doing things like that.
1: You could really hurt somebody.
2: Or yourself.
0: Well, are yeah. You, are you, you know, the funny thing is, is, you know, a lot of people talk about, you know, the stunts and things that we do on stage, you know, like, uh, you know, example for me, you know, that I walk on the I walk on broken glass, uh, you mm-hmm. know, while it's on fire with my hands. Wow.
2: And, sure.
0: and, uh, you know, it hurts. People ask me, how do you do it? You know, does it hurt? Yeah, it hurts. It hurts a lot. Sometimes some nights it doesn't hurt as bad, but other nights it hurts like hell. You know, I get cut. It, You know, you, you, there's got to be something wrong in your brain to want to. You know, <laughs> you you know we, 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 we torture our bodies for other people's entertainment. I mean, Bryce runs a power drill in his in his face. Uh, Jesus. Uh, we've got the lizard man with us this year. Nice. He runs a cork, he runs a corkscrew through, through his face. Uh, he's also the sword swaller on the show. So he's going to. He's swallowing a, 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 long, uh, a long metal sword, and then he, he also has a uh, an LED sword that he'll swallow, and it'll it uh it lights up his throat, so you can what? see the light, right? That's what uh, cool. We've, we've got Willow. We've got uh, Willow Loren. She is a, a fire eater, and she swallows and regurgitates razor blades. And we've also got Ben Black. Uh, you might have seen him on America's Got Talent. He's a, a an archery specialist. He does dangerous and deadly things with crossbows uh, oh, yeah seen i've
1: seen him on there yeah for sure i i, I knew yeah. the name when you said the name i was like that sounds so familiar to me and i was like where did i see this guy now i know
0: yeah as long as the dates can keep running we're gonna have him on the tour we know this so uh, but you know again given the situation with 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 COVID 19 and all of that uh you know everything remains to be seen so
1: yeah like uh i just got um we just got basically laid off i guess uh at my clinic because one of our co-workers tested positive so now we're all having to go get tested and we gotta we gotta be off for like two to three weeks and like the business is closed down for now and it's it's insane
0: it's a crazy situation well, th- this whole situation's nothing really new to Florida in terms of preparedness. Because, you know, a lot of times, you know, in, in you being in, in New Orleans, you know, prepare for a hurricane. Right. Okay. Well, from New Orleans, what are the things you can't find during a hurricane? <laughs> um,
1: you know, Water. That's a big okay. one. Yeah, you know you can't find water anywhere. Batteries, ice, ice
0: okay. plywood. Yeah. Okay. Now, 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 now. When you prepare for a hurricane, do you buy all the toilet paper? <laughs> no. See, that's 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 what makes no sense to me. We're Floridians. We don't buy toilet paper in hurricanes. We're, who came up with that idea?
1: I don't know the uh, the reason why people are fucking going crazy over toilet paper. It just I don't seems know. Bizarre to me. I just think it's, you know, I can understand people buying a bunch of fucking ramen noodles because, you know, if we got to stay at home for three or four yeah, weeks, but
2: it's so hard to wipe your ass with ramen noodles. That's
1: not what I'm talking about, you asshole.
2: <laughs> I mean, I've tried it; it's just weird.
1: Yeah, I understand.
0: I, I want to know what situation prompted that.
2: Yeah, Aren't the ramen noodle wiping. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, because just so you know, Rum guy, that could be an act by itself. <laughs>
1: We have I, your new...
0: you have seen weirder shit turn into acts.
1: Dude.
2: Well, well, yeah. yeah that, there you go, Rum.
1: That is your new job. You're going to be... The... I am Rum Guy, the <laughs> ramen Rum, wiper.
2: Rum. Yeah, Rum the ramen wiper. <laughs> that would be my name. That's great. Now, now but here's before... the thing.
1: Are you going to do them dry or are you going to cook the noodles first? <laughs>
2: Oh, it's it's a multi it's a multi layered act. I can't tell you.
1: Oh, okay, okay, just making sure. You
2: should see what I do with the season packet.
1: Woo! All yeah. right, get the yeah, spicy one, then you'll be talking about it for weeks.
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's something that needs to you know go into a, into into the Guinness book. But speaking of <laughs> Guinness books, <laughs> yes, you were you had mentioned something about something to do with Guinness. What is that about?
0: Uh, actually, uh, it's it's not Guinness. It's Ripley's. Ripley's, oh, Ripley's. that's right, not Guinness. Yes. Yeah, it's, oh, it's another uh, good book. Oh yeah, Ripley's is, is great. Um, I, uh, I I was featured on their uh, television show last summer that was on the Travel Channel. Yeah. Um, if you've got any kind of travel channel on demand or anything like that, I know people are doing a lot of streaming right now. Yeah. Uh, check that out on the Travel Channel. It's hosted by Bruce Campbell. A uh, lot of amazing things. A lot of good friends the so hell's a poppin'. People we've worked with, people that have been on our show, uh, and, and a lot of good friends and amazing people doing amazing things and, and things that you literally quite quite not wouldn't believe. Um, and also I found out um, the other day that Ripley's has a new coffee table book out. <clears throat> uh, excuse me. Uh, it's the based on Carnival and Sideshow History. Whoa, that's and cool. it features performers past and present. And I am featured in there along with some other great current performers, Captain and Maybell, that sort of thing. Uh, but uh, I've I've been having a really great re- relationship with Ripley's over the last two years. And um, they've actually made a wax figure of me. And that is making its way into museums around the world um, as we speak. No fucking way, dude. That is so awesome, cool. dude. Congratulations, yeah. man. Thank you. Yeah, that's really cool. That lizard and I uh, always joke about. We always tell each other that they should build statues of us.
1: Well, you because... should. Yeah.
0: Well, oh, you know, well, lizard has a statue. Lizard man has a statue, and all the Ripleys so as well. And I'm on my way to having a statue and all the Ripleys. That's so
1: cool, dude. That we is really awesome. Other, you know, we
2: Did you have statues. to, to uh, sit for some sort of uh, pose thing for the statue? For the for the wax caricature or yeah, how did that like, happen
0: it was a uh, uh like a, a two-day uh a two-day process uh i came in um i flew in early one morning uh into orlando and they casted my arms and my head <laughs> and then the next day they uh, casted my body now oh, with, wow. with my arms and my head they did a full-on silicone alginate whatever the real detailed molding you know plaster and all that they right. they did my entire head and both my arms and then um when it came time for the for the body we just did a plaster casting of that because that was going to be covered you know by by a costume so
1: right it didn't, it didn't wow. have to be like detailed
0: yeah the, the arms and the face and the head needed to be detailed the body really didn't
2: gotcha gotcha <laughs>
1: That's fucking cool though, man. Like th- just think about it. You have you know, a statue of yourself in every Ripley's in the world. That'd be fucking incredible.
0: Yeah, I, I just wanna walk in one day and you know, just look at it and say, Hey, uh, can I come in and take a picture of myself? So
2: Yeah.
1: Oh dude, that right there would be hysterical. What is all this keeping? If, you,
2: if you just did that, if you walked in and took a picture of your statue, would that be a selfie?
0: <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be oh i how about a selfie with yourself
2: right oh that's that that's that you just blew my mind
1: that would kill the crazy. internet that would blow the internet up like people would be like what it the would. fuck
2: you know what would be great wayne uh I, if you, you uh, tell to me see, to see hell's a pumpin' and paranormal circ yeah that would be cool are you familiar with paranormal circ
0: i've seen their ads on facebook
2: they, they they do amazing stuff and
0: they're they're
2: that would be awesome.
1: They are more of the, um, like circus kind of thing or act meets thing. horror. Yeah. Oh
0: okay okay.
1: Yeah it's it's very cool. Uh we we helped promote them when they were down here and, uh, um we got to go see them and it was very very cool. A lot of uh like high wire acts and stuff you know doing. It, it's basically like a huge stage play with, like, you know, acrobats and different things like that. Very cool stuff.
0: All oh, right on. Yeah, like I said, I know they've been in Florida a few times. Um, I, I don't know too much about them. Um, I, like, I, I've seen their Facebook ad with, you know, the hearse and the yeah. sinister-looking tent and all that. It, lo- it looks cool. I mean, yeah. if, if I ever had an opportunity, I, I might check it out. Yeah, I was gonna Pretty say beautiful. if you get a
1: chance, if you ever see if they're around your place, man, and you get a chance to go see him, I'd go check them out because uh, it's it's a very good show. It's about it's about forty five minutes to an hour long, um, but it's very entertaining. The magician is very good, very good. He does like a lot of big stuff, so he's I, I enjoyed him the most, I think.
0: All oh, right, on they got a magician and all that good stuff. That's yeah, cool.
1: yeah. He like clo- he's like the MC. You know, he comes out. He he runs most of the the show, and then at the end, he does his act, which is like you know twenty or so minutes. So it's pretty
2: cool. Oh yeah. Well, how does how does how does how's the pop and work for you? Is it? Um, I, uh, do, how do you guys come out? I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've got uh, your your lead guy like a barker. I mean, how does this how does this work? I mean, is it uh, is everybody slightly different in how they're an announced to come out to do the act or is it a a choreographed piece together thing How how is that with y'all
0: well bryce graves you know he's the ringleader and mm-hmm. he is uh, he's the host and i'm all and we co-host the show together uh but he's the primary host he's the MC. he introduces and intros and outros all performers uh as well as has a few acts of his own and it's basically like a—it's a, a ninety-minute. Hang on your ass. Here we go. Strap in. We're gonna kick your fucking teeth in, and you're gonna love every minute of it. And it's loud, and it's in your face, and it's just like going to a Motorhead, Pantera, Black Label Society, Texas City Coalition, Avatar, the uh, cool. City Devils concert. You know, all of, you get—you get that whole that whole experience, and then to top it off, uh, there is amazing people doing amazing and incredible things.
2: That's so cool.
1: Dude, I can't wait. I I really, really, really hope that everything stays uh, for the May 18th show because I want to go so bad, man.
0: Yeah, uh, like I said, I, I, I spoke to Bryce yesterday on the phone. Everything's still a go until we say different. Um, you know, we're, we're monitoring everything very closely as is our agent. And, you know, the, 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 the thing with us is it's not so much where we're at, you know, cause the show we're based in Florida. Bryce lives about three hours from me and I live in Daytona. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so we're based here and it's not so much, you know, the venues being open in Florida or it's whatever everywhere else it's yeah. It's where we're going to be going. You know, because we're, you know, I mean, we're we're supposed to be in California in June.
2: Yeah,
1: I don't know if that's going to happen, man.
0: (laughs) You see what I'm I'm saying? Like, I mean, you know, maybe Florida, New Orleans may might happen. But L.A., San Francisco, San Diego in June.
1: Yeah, that's when they'll probably be getting all this terrible shit.
0: Yeah, that's, you know, when they might hit their peak or... Well, or, or whatever the situation well, are, are is. are you
2: originally from Florida yourself are you and your no. family or
0: <clears throat> no I'm originally from midwest Michigan and Ohio okay uh my mother passed away uh let's about 15 years ago it'll be 15 oh. years ago next month and uh my my dad still lives in Michigan um I see him about once or twice a year as we as we come through cool. uh and then when we're up north and say you know, we take a two-week break uh, mm-hmm. in August. Well, the last place I'm going in August is Florida. So he's got a lake house in Michigan on Devil's Lake. Yeah. And I usually go up to the lake house in August when we get our break if we have one. And I see him a couple times a year when I can. And it's always really nice.
1: That's good, man. Nice. But always yeah, always up, keep your parents in, close, man.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I grew up in the Midwest, but... um. <laughs> I've lived in Florida for uh, 16 years, so this is this is home.
2: Did you did you move there just to move there? Did you move there for work or?
0: I moved here. Um, the the girl I, w- I was engaged at the time, mm-hmm. and her sister lived here, and we came down for Christmas and New Year's one year, and like everybody else, got sucked in. Yeah, and, gotcha. Uh, and and then about a year later, we moved down here per- uh, permanently. And, you know, as with people, things didn't work out with her and I. No, you know, no loss, no harm, no foul. Uh, And uh, so I I just ended up staying because, you know, I had my 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 DJ career was just starting to take off. So I had like a good kind of home base. And then once I started touring, um, I kept the house because I'm one of these people. Where I've got to have a home base, I've got to have an anchor point. That when I'm not on the road, I've got to have somewhere to go where I can live, somewhat of a normal life. You know, have my car, have my house.
1: Right, you got to have a comfort zone, basically.
0: Exactly, I have to have my, my space. <laughs> so. Yeah,
2: gotcha.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty much the same way. Like if I, I like my house is, look, my house, the property that I, we live on now is the property I grew up on. It's not the same house, I just inherited the house after my par- my mother died last, uh, was it three years ago, four years ago she passed away? Yep. And, yeah. And um, yeah, so I inherited the house and uh, so I came back living here, but um, I know what you mean, like it's, I'm debating on selling my house and the problem is not the house itself, it's leaving the property that I've always known, you know, that comfort zone, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I get that. I I totally get that. I mean, I've lived in my house for uh, fifteen years. You know, and I've rented and I've <clears throat> I had the same landlord up until last year. Um I got a new landlord and he's awesome. And so, um it's great. And you know, when I'm when I'm out on the road I just PayPal my rent every month. It's, it works out really good. Yeah, you, you're
1: lucky you got somebody like that, man. That, that's a cool landlord. Because I know a lot of horror stories about landlords, man. That's
0: right now. That's some, oh yeah.
1: Some oh yeah yeah now people are like oh my god, you know all these people want their money and nobody's working. It's terrible.
0: Yeah, it's 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 pretty nuts right now. I mean, you know, I I went out and ran to the store just to grab a quick thing today. And it, it looked just business as usual here. Nobody's staying home. Uh, apparently, construction work is is essential because I saw all kinds of roofing and construction and landscaping companies running around, all the typical Florida businesses. right. Um, apparently those apparently those are all deemed essential, but anybody that works at a bar or a hotel or any kind of service industry where they get tipped is is totally screwed right now.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, is is the the area you living in is is it a uh, a hotbed for for this stuff right now, or is it is it kind of cooled out?
0: Uh, yes and no. The, the the problem we had is things really started ramping up when they had Bike Week. Oh yeah, right. So they the blesses bless the city's heart, They tried to shut Bike Week down this year. The last good luck. the, the last weekend of it. And, and basically all they did was kick the street vendors out of town.
2: Right. So yeah, the bikes the, aren't leaving.
0: Yeah, the bikers, all the bars, outdoor stages, they all got together and decided they were going to pay the fine and keep things going the way they had it. Um, mm. It shut down a few beer tubs <laughs> at some of the local bars, but it was just pretty much business as usual up until, yeah. you know, Bike Week was over. And then once Bike Week shut down, then they started closing everything. Right.
1: Yeah, like, uh, I, well, of course, you know, we have Mardi Gras, so they're trying. Right, they're exactly. tra- They're pinning on like all this sickness on us is from Mardi Gras. So that's because you're evil, and you're the devil. We so are the devil. Like you know that. You've seen the guys with the Jesus signs in, in the French Quarter. Um, uh,
0: well, you know those those dirty dirty bikers.
2: Hey, I'm a dirty biker. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, they're my people too. But, uh, <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, it's, it's one of those deals where there was such an influx of people and the timing, I mean, everybody knew about it, but nobody was worried about it. And it wasn't a big thing at that time. Right. At least for, at least for here. Sure. Uh, you know, everybody I talked to, I was down there for, um, a friend of mine's bands or a concert, I was down there hanging out and I spoke to the manager of the venue and, he said yeah he's like it's down this year he goes but the this this virus thing he goes it's really not stopping anything and we're like yeah it kind of looks that way so you know uh that that's i don't want to i'm not put there's there's no point in trying to put blame on anything oh no but you know as far as daytona beach in, in this county um i don't know the numbers but we're somewhere around the neighborhood of maybe uh, I could be wrong somewhere between 500 and 800 cases oh, and you... maybe one or two deaths.
1: Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah, we we are up to like 800 deaths if not more and then we got like yeah. we got like yeah, over we... 100,000 cases or some shit. We're we're uh, we're like we're crazy like hot over here.
0: No, actually um Further south, Miami, and right now, honestly, uh, Palm Beach County is leading the state with with the most. Nice. Wow. So, well, but, well, here's
2: a question um, I wanted to ask you about Daytona, since since you're there. I don't know if they still do this. Do they still allow uh, you to drive on the beach down there?
0: Uh, certain sections they do. Um, once they put the hard rock in, they shut that part of the driving area down. And then, um, but you can still drive from uh, the Seabreeze Inlet all the way, all the way up to uh, um, all the way up to uh, the Main Street. Uh, Very cool. And then you go down a little bit further, get on uh, the ramp at International, and you can take that all the way, all the way down. You know, a good three, four miles. You can still drive on the beach here.
2: That was that was such a cool thing. Uh, back in the day when my uh, when my dad was much younger. Um, he used to drive from Pennsylvania down to Daytona to race on the beach. Whoa. But,
0: but was he, uh, racing cars or bikes?
2: Racing, uh, well, racing cars.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and,
2: uh, he, he's, he's down, he's, uh, there's a couple bars down there that have his picture on the wall. Uh, <laughs> he won, he won quite a few of those races down there and I guess he had a, a bit of a temper, so he was kind of known for his temper too, so. Oh, <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, Bill Shepik was his name, uh, but he's down, there. he used to race a lot of, uh, a lot of Hudson's and Packard's, and, uh, okay, that was kind of cool, back in the 50s.
0: Yeah, before NASCAR was NASCAR.
2: Yep. yeah, yeah, exactly, it's just, pretty- uh, it's just a really cool history with that area, prior to the Daytona 500, there was still racing going on down there.
0: Oh, yeah, the, I, it's, it's nuts, um, what well, I, uh, I've had some friends come down here, and, I, I personally don't go to the beach very often, cause it's not going anywhere. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I whenever I have company in town, you know, we always take them, and we go down for a few hours and hang out and drive on it. And you, the, it's so hard packed in certain areas, you can ride a skateboard down the beach. No oh shit. Yeah.
1: That's freaking
2: cool. It's
0: just, yeah, it, it's pretty it's pretty neat.
2: That is so super cool.
1: So all right, so I got I got a, I got a question for you, bud. I need to know what. Well, you told us that you did the you know you walk on uh firing glass, right? What mm-hmm. what else do you do? Uh,
0: well, I uh, I co-host the show with Bryce. Right. Um, basically, about not gonna lie, about half the show is me and him fucking with each other. <laughs> That's great, though. So uh, we play really well off each other. We have a lot of fun on stage together. Um, you know, people have, have accused me of being too mean. And, and, and uh, we actually had a friend of ours who was in the audience. And it was we were doing one of our bits. And I, we, I was just kind of ripping into him. And the person standing next to him, wh- why is he so mean to him? <laughs> And they 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 obviously they're friends of ours, so they know that Bryce and I are brothers off stage, you know, we love each other to death. But she did. They just started laughing. You know, no, no, it's it's just it's an act. Come on. But um, but yeah, I host the show. I also do some acrobatics. I do a a one arm and two and two arm handstand. Um, and uh, I also have a bit of a strongman act that's going to be new this year that i'm currently working on very cool uh cool. it's going to be very it's going to be kind of funny um and i but i it's going to go over really well i'm, I'm looking forward to it i'm i don't want to give too much away oh yeah no, no right, that. right, right. but uh, it, it's going to be it's going to be something really cool and you know like i said that's you know we've got you know lizard man with, with everything he does ben with the crossbows willow with the razor blades and, and, and other fire eating and Price, uh fire eating and fire breathing you know uh but yeah it's it's uh it's a lot of fun and you know i'm 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 very fortunate i get to do what i love to do for a living just not right now well yeah
1: (laughs) yeah um so my other question for you is all the all the shows you've done all the stuff you gotta have some like wild fan story like out there, there's got to be some story that really stands out. That was probably either the the most screwed up thing that ever happened between a fan <laughs> and you, or 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 something along those lines.
2: I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, I'm she's trying
0: thinking. to think. Yeah, i that's what I know like, it's. I, mean, I know it's gonna be hard. The, the what? The most. Do you want like the craziest, the wildest, the most like like what do you? Just give give me a really good
2: Okay, uh, mishap. I'll you give him give him the craziest. I'll ask you the most embarrassing.
0: There you go. All right, the craziest. Like like while I was on stage or like fan interaction kind of thing? Yeah. Um well, actually, you know, the craziest and the most embarrassing are probably one and the same. <laughs>
1: oh. All right.
0: Well, it just kind of dawned on me. Um, I, I've forgotten about this, but it, uh, it, it was definitely an interesting moment in my career. Uh, we were on tour with Avatar. We were in London, England. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> at the time, I was the tour manager slash production manager for the show. And we get there, and it turned out the venue that we were playing at in this district of London, I guess it was called Isling- Islington? Islington? Uh huh. Okay. The venue we were playing in was Islington's Town Hall. <laughs> All right. So basically, it's like whatever city you live in, it's your city hall. Okay. Okay. So we get there and we're in the green room, and they they go over with us um, everything regarding the fire, um, everything regarding uh, I guess uh, the ch- we had a chainsaw involved in the show. We had a guy balancing a running chainsaw in his in his mouth, uh, blade first. Whoa! Uh, so they're they're basically wanting they're they're trying they're getting with me in the green room, wanting to have a, a, basically a, a safety meeting. Gotcha. And you know what protocols we had in place, and when we were talking about the glass getting broken and breaking the glass on stage, they wanted us to demonstrate how we were going to smash the bottle so that didn't fly out in the audience. And all this and that and they're wanting to know you know what danger is there to me what danger is there to the audience all this and that and I'm telling them you know I've done this act at the time I had been doing it for about three years I said I've never had any major incidents I said uh, you know the audience maybe uh, there's been a little bit of glass that flies but we can control that whenever we want and I said you know it's it's completely safe I said I'm 100% comfortable with it. They're like, okay, fine. So fast forward to the show. I'm on stage and we have this, um, we have a a table, folding table that I use as kind of a riser to get me up because I'm so short. When I stand on my arms, I'm only, I'm only three feet tall. Oh, wow. So you got to get me up above the audience so they can see what's going on. So they're not just looking at my head. And especially since I'm walking on glass, it's, you know, you got to have it up. Yeah. So we correct. had this we had this folding table that we'd been using for the entire tour, and we go ahead and our our stagehand sets it up and everything's fine and dandy, and I get out there and I'm I go through my spiel, and I start talking and I, I'm about th- I'm about 30 seconds into the actual stunt, and I'm kind of jumping up and down a little bit, like I always do, and the table collapses under me. Holy shit! And it falls. To the left, I have a board that the glass is placed on so there's a hard surface underneath it. Mm -hmm. uh, So that, you know, like if you have a blanket or something, you have little shards getting caught in the cloth. You don't want that. You want a nice flat surface. So the board and the glass slides out from under me down to the floor. I fall into a monitor where the glass, into a pile of glass where it fell up against, everything falls up against the monitor. I fall into the glass. I'm getting blasted in my ears with the music because I'm, I'm kind of in a date. you know how everything goes slow motion. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Everything went slow motion for me. And next thing I know, I'm getting blasted with music and our stage hand runs out and scoops me up and grabs me on stage. And he's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm I, I'm, I was dazed. So I, you know, I had no idea what happened. And there, there's a video out there on the, on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, I'm sure it's on mine and I Poppins Instagram. Um, you know, it's, it's from a couple of years ago. But it was funny because so that's probably the craziest, scariest thing that happened on stage. And I was fine. I came out and took a bow afterwards. But it was also the most embarrassing because I had just had this meeting with all these town officials about how safe everything was. <laughs> and that this was the one act I was most confident about, that it was mine. And I've been doing it for this long and blah, 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 blah and
2: they jinxed you it's their fault
0: i don't know but that's you know so yeah it was a little bit of a bruised ego and i was a little sore on the left side uh for the next day but it, it was it was good yeah it have wow. been a lot worse
1: that's what that's how it usually happens man when you're when you're like yeah like it's no problem we got this under control no big deal we do this all the time that's the time it's gonna screw up right there
0: well that 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 that's that Prophecy came for to that night. <laughs> well I'm glad you didn't really
1: hurt yourself, man. I mean, just a little, yeah, me
0: too. You know, because that would have been bad. Yeah, I, I, I've been I've been hurt way worse doing dumber shit, so <laughs> do you
2: do you ever get hecklers at the show?
0: I was Uh, sometimes we do, yeah.
2: That sucks.
0: That's alright. It's part of the it's part of the game. You know, um do you, do you set
2: them on fire or anything or that'd be cool. No,
0: I mean, normally we kind of let it go, mm. you know, and, and le- unless they just start getting really aggressive. Gotcha. And then, and then we'll verbally set their ass on fire and just roast them. And oh, that's what you do. Yeah. You know, we'll, 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 we'll turn the audience on them in a, in a, in a flip of a switch. So uh, it's
2: good to be able to do that because you know, that, I mean, you almost I would think you'd need to to perfect that that turn back because if not, that would really screw everything else up for you
0: well it, it, it certain performers react differently to it. Uh, myself, I choose to ignore it unless they keep keep coming with it then i'll then'll gotcha. then, I'll, then i'll I'll hit it. Uh, other performers I know will shut them down right away and react and then give them the attention that they want right away. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, making them kind of feel like a dick. You know, everybody handles it a different way. Uh, I, I, like I said, I prefer to to leave it be unless they get really aggressive. And then then I shut them down. So, you know. Because,
2: I mean, uh, I, I'm sure it's uh, it can get pretty intense. I mean, you've got that much energy on stage. And, you know, when it goes out into the audience, a lot of people don't handle that type of energy very well. They don't know what to do with it it makes them sometimes i'm sure sometimes things on stage and i guess kind of the point too to a to a certain extent you want to make people be amazed and uncomfortable at some point in time as well at the same time you want to make them feel everything right
0: you want to make i don't want to say you want to make them feel any everything um uh the the true definition of of entertaining of being entertained or, or entertaining somebody is making them feel something, whether it's happiness, sadness, anger, frustration, arousal, whatever it is. Make the audience has got to feel something. And another reason we don't really get too many hecklers is because most people just sit there with their mouths open. They're blown away by what they're seeing, so their their mind can't take it in. So you know they, and, and you know we keep the music loud, so you can't really get over the music. and and most of the time they're just standing there with their mouths hanging open because they're witnessing shit that they can't believe that they might have you know, YouTube is real
1: (laughs) yeah dude that's fucking incredible man but you know what, like you said you're going to get that kind of asshole in any situation you do something You know, we have uh, a friend of ours is a comedian, and he, he has to deal with that constantly when people start heckling him on stage and stuff, and he's just like, fuck it. I'll just insult them back until they shut up. <laughs> well, <laughs> normally, that's about it. normally it works.
0: You know, you can't go wrong with the whole, I remember my first beer. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> that's That's always a classic.
2: Very nice. Oh, wow. Well man, Jordy,
1: we, we appreciate you doing our show man uh i i can you let everybody know where they can find you, where they can uh, you know send them to the urls and everything else that you want people to know like all your social media stuff?
0: All right well uh basically dot that's h e l l z as in zebra a. P O P P I N dot com. You can find all the social for House of Poppin on that website. Uh, my social, you can uh, find me on Instagram, short underscore E underscore dangerously. Um, also, House of Poppin, House of Poppin. House of Poppin on Facebook is House of Poppin Circus Side Show Review. And you can also find me at shortydangerously.com.
1: Very cool. There you go, man. Well, dude, like I said, man, thank you so much for doing the show. And uh, I really hope you guys come out here in May because I- I'd love to meet you guys and just, you know, bullshit after the show.
0: Yeah, that'd be great, man. Because one thing, too, is uh, the hollywood I love that venue and their, their tacos kick ass.
1: Yeah, they do. <laughs> yes, so, yeah, they do. Um,
0: I'm, I'm stoked to get there. I really hope it goes down because, you know, like I'm sure everybody else in my business you know, we love doing what we do. And right now, you know, money aside, we just want to get back to work.
1: Right, so it'd be it'd be nice to life. get a little normalcy back.
0: Yeah, go out and have some fun with the audience and our fans. You know, we miss you guys and you know, we're thinking about you uh in this in this time. So, you know, your freaks are thinking about you. Hope you're thinking about us. Hell yeah.
1: Again, Shorty, thank you for joining the show, man. And we look forward to seeing you in May. And uh, like I said, you're welcome on the show anytime you want, man. If you want to come on and just hang out with us, you're so welcome to come hang out with
2: us. Or just come on and, and promote whatever uh, new dates you've got yeah. booked after this is all done. That'd yeah, be awesome. Especially. We'd like to know.
0: All right. Yeah, we'll have to do this again soon, guys. Oh, yeah.
2: All right.
1: So anyway, guys, I was your host, Wayne. I'm the rum guy. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to keep it, keep it, <gasps> middle.
2: Adieu, adieu, parting with such sweet sir. Go ahead and run. Run home and pry the mama! Get the fuck out! Okay then! That's it!